Good morning, and welcome back to another episode of Sweetness and Light, featuring me, one of your hosts, Eric Mark, and me, aka. I almost said AKA Justy, but my real name is Justin. I mean, that's your 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 hip hop name, right? AKA Justy. <laughs> Matt, definitely don't edit that section there because I think that, you know, everyone's going to go, what the That's heck? The is he smoking That's crack? Again? <laughs> Again. <Today. laughs> well, it is. So, so it's, it's funny that of all days on 420, uh, you, you, pick, uh, you pick that to go all crack instead of weedy. I figure it's only appropriate, right? I mean, if we're going to embrace the day, I'm going to do it appropriately. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually a good point. Now that, uh, that weed's essentially legal everywhere, you got to go. You got to go a bit harder. I did love that uh, today in New Jersey, I saw that they opened up their first, you know, quote unquote, legal dispensaries on 420. I was like, that is brilliant that the law went into effect. Like, I wonder if the legislature had so much fun with that date. They're like, well, it passed. Let's uh, do something significant with the time. <laughs> but you know that like 420 is a date. Like, I mean, it's funny. You know, I think people think some people think that, oh, it's 420. So, you know, we'll make the time and the and the day special. Like, you know, just like, say, Pi Day, like, you know, March, March 14th, because because the Pi, the mathematical um, In the case of April 20th, that's the reason that 420 is worshipped, because, you know, th that was a uh, legal victory decades ago. Uh, correct, but again, I don't think anyone alive that smokes pot knows that. That's that's probably true. Maybe there's a lot of people who know <laughs> it, probably less the pot smokers. All right, fair enough. <laughs> well, happy 420 to you, and more importantly, dude, I got to tell you, every time we get closer and closer to 200, I get excited. 194, and as we mentioned before, it does not necessarily reflect our podcasting volume in Spotify or Amazon or wherever you get your iTunes, or wherever, Apple you, get or Google, wherever you wherever you listen to Sweetness and Light. Yeah. However, on our end, we're at 194. Yeah. For us, it's almost like, you know, behind the scenes product codes or like, you know, the model numbers of things people have no idea. It's, you know, it's like it's like like Porsches, like, the, you know, there's been decades of 911s, but they all have different like the 993 and the 994 and all of these 996, all of these different numbers behind the scenes that that you that, well, collectors and serious Porsche people know, and for the uh, collectors and serious uh, serious uh, sweetness and light people, you guys know as well. But for the the general public, maybe a little esoteric. We are. If I was to clarify for everyone out there, for those aficionados, I would say we're a nine fifty nine right now. Oh, nice, nice. You know, I was okay. I, I could I could absolutely live with that. The nine five nine, the the Group C. Uh, Porsche rally car, you know, the first cut, like with like self-inflating tire. Well, yeah, you know, it, it's uh, unbelievably early, cool. Yes, early all-wheel drive uh, supercar. It's funny you should you you bring that up because just yesterday I was talking to someone about the um, uh, Porsche Carrera GT, another amazing supercar. Oof. You know, and I, here here's Beautiful. the thing about Porsches compared to everything else is all these supercar. You know, there's the there's the there's the and and there's the things like the Lamborghinis and Ferraris and all fine looking car and the you know McLarens and you know technically astonishing cars. Um, what people say about you know high end Porsches and and the you know the limited Porsche as well as the the the, the day to day Porsches, they're the supercars you can drive every day practically uh, well my dad had one for like 10 years yeah, it never broke down yeah. never yeah but you can drive it well like i mean you, you, you one you look like an ass driving a lamborghini to, to the office every day <laughs> Dude, there's just there's, it's not a practical car and i mean it's you know it's yes. a great car but it's but it's it's low to the ground it's not you know um th there's no place to to carry your briefcase 
You know, a 911 is a real functioning car. Uh, well, it's a great car. And I will tell you, as far as you mentioned Lamborghinis, so one, someone out here in our area owns one. I don't know who it is. But the other day I was at Starbucks and I've seen him there twice. And he goes through the drive through to go through the drive through. He has to open up his door yeah, because he, it's so low. Yeah. He has to open up his door, step out and get it and then get back in. I'm like, what a douche. I mean, that's not <laughs> to say Porsches aren't low compared to non-sports cars, but they're, yeah, it's not ridiculous, like, like on the ground. I mean, I, there was like, you know, when I, when I was driving the Boxster, uh, I was, we went to like, um, uh, an event celebrating uh, honoring Valentino for his 40th anniversary of fashion. And I took a, you know, took, took a, took a young lady and in, in her gown, you know, the kind where you, you have to have to go to the, the couture shop to have it, uh, um, fitted and put on you. You can't just step into it like the day of, um, and I will say the Boxster was a bit a little low to the ground and small for her in, in that, uh, <laughs> in that outfit. So we're you know, just, just, just to be, just, I definitely had, had to help her in, in and out of the car. I mean, as men ought to be doing anyway, but in this case, there wasn't really any choice. <laughs> you know, it would have been the fine time to bring a Camry is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, if there's ever a fine time to bring a Camry, but okay, 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 and that's not to, yeah, yeah. Not knocking it, just making a joke, yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. my mom came out this weekend, and uh, my brother just got a brand new minivan, and he tells everyone, it's very funny, because they got the elite edition of the Odyssey, and I keep telling him, well, you know, it's not a Porsche, it's just a <laughs> minivan. <laughs> He's like, well, we got the elite though, and I'm like, it's still a minivan, Steve. <laughs> so I got, like, I went to like the, like this high end Jack in a Box the other day, and yeah, and like, no, wait, the, wait, hang on, what does that even mean? A high end? No, I mean, Jack it's, it's, in the, box. it's the equivalent of the, the the elite Odyssey, I think. Oh, okay, there we go. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to like like Super Walmart the other day, and it was yeah, and it was uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh God! It was just so funny because he was. We were talking on Easter, and he was so adamant. He's like, "Yeah, but you've got the Odyssey, and I don't even know which one we have. It's I don't know. We've had it eight years or something, and no, six years. Sorry, and uh, it's a fine one. And he's like, but mine's the Elite.' And I'm I like, mean, okay. But this is coming like your brother is the guy who you know, as you've said in the past, on on his emergency his ER rotations, he spends what eighty percent of his time removing objects from people's asses now does he ask for that like he's like he's like okay hey dr steve's on uh, you know on duty send all the all the objects and ass cases to me <laughs> but i can, I can do uh, it like well, well, steve we, do, we don't need you no no if i'm working on anything else we'll just swap i'm here to take things out of people's asses <laughs> that is if i'm going to go to residency for anything it's going to be for ass object yeah. removal yes is there, like i mean is there um, a word like 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 if defenestration is you know throwing yourself out a window is there a word for deacification um it's that... anus extractus hmm. Hmm. that's the, that's the latin okay uh, of and course we always have to go back to the latin root for anything medical and i, I assume it's, it's well no no anus I, extractus. I, I agree plus they they knew they would need a term having seen what was going on with the Greeks. <laughs> or San Antonio, remember that is residency. It, it is funny. Not only the, uh, the things that shoved people, that people shoved up their ass, but the things that people did to their bodies as a whole. I mean, he talked about this guy that came in one time and they were playing baseball and the guy got mad at him. And again, I don't know how you do this, but it went through his shoulder. Oh, what? A bat. 
a bat. Through it. When you say through it, you mean like impaled him with a... It, it, <laughs> so like if you penetrated his face... That just so, penetrated. I mean, it was stuck in him. It was penetrated, like, both sides. What? And my brother, like, yeah, my brother, basically, the guy showed up. He was in such shock that he they had to anesthetize him immediately because, you know, he's just walking around. He did like, this no to big himself deal. or someone else did this to him. I mean, either way, well, it seems like. The story is always sketchy, right? Because this happened during this thing called Fiesta in San Antonio. So for those that know what I'm talking about, it's a huge. It's a month long celebration. It's a so for Hispanic them, it all makes sense. Thing. This is all. This is all. All a, all a all a story that. Oh, okay. Well, that explains it. <laughs> exactly. If you live in San Antonio, you know this. But for those that don't, basically, from midnight to four a.m., Steve would say on Fiat, like he got terrified, like he would try to call in sick, everything else. But so this one time, he walks in. This guy comes in, and he's not complaining of anything he's like look i've got something in my shoulder it really hurts and then everyone's like oh god you know you can see it it's a and his buddy's there with him he's like i'm so sorry dude i didn't mean to do that i'm so sorry and <laughs> so they take him back and anesthetize him because they have to get it out when uh, whatever yeah. i'm sure he had a broken clavicle and everything so what they do is they have the cops come because there's a felony of some kind right there's, there's some sort of injury that happened so the cops come and interview everyone and the cop and the, the hospital which i did not know has to interview everyone as well so then afterwards there's like six records of things and steve you know i can't get full details on this so you know I'll, i'm just gonna guess what happened here but basically there's a hospital side and then there's the cop side and they basically just give all the records to the cops and decide what happens so when the guy woke up the next day after surgery he was in you know it was super you know it was like four in the morning or whatever so he wakes up i don't know two in the afternoon or whatever he gets up he's in handcuffs whoa <laughs> you know what they should have done like they should have actually put the cuff through the hole in his his his, his, his upper body well, I think you have to be cognizant enough. You have to be, you know, aware of that happening to you. There has to be some sort of disclaimer. Now, I'm sure based on what Steve told me of this individual, he probably would have had no issue with it. Whereas you and I, I would definitely not be going for that. No, but I'm, you see what I'm saying? I mean, there's a hole, like he's, there's a hole right through his body. I'm saying put the handcuff through it. Oh, I'm hearing you. But again, I think you have to have As some sort to of waiver signed. Hand. Exactly. Okay. I'm sure he has to sign some sort of waiver like, yes, I'm willing to have you impale me, you know, to go ahead and hook me through here. Don't seal it. Just keep it open. Yeah. Yes. It would be like, I mean, that's like, that would be like the ultimate body piercing experience. Get a gauge in there is what you're saying, yeah. right? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. A gauge or some type of, some type of large ring. You're like, wow, you, you put a hula hoop through your body? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I want to make sure we're not condoning this behavior. However, if you do it, no, please but, post okay. pictures. Okay, yes. so let, let me ask you this. I mean, to your, to your original point, this seems like a very difficult thing to do. I mean, like, a, a baseball bat is a very blunt <laughs> object. There's no, there's no sharp Both edges sides. on it. Yeah. How, how, how do you physically do that? Like, I mean, how much pressure do you have to apply to put a bat, like, like a blunt object through someone? Doesn't that cause a lot of damage to the tissue around the hole? Did he push, did it just like go through and make a hole or did you, did you push a cylinder of flesh out like, like in the, in, in the, <laughs> the Buffalo fent, top of the fence story? So there was no, I don't think, well, so I'll answer your first question. How did they do it? Okay. So the ending conclusion of this whole thing was that they had those, you know, those machines that shoot footballs that you can catch with, you know, they like for quarterbacks, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So these guys were super drunk at some 
park somewhere, okay? They basically souped it up to go even faster, and they put a bat in it And when the guy was oh standing God. right in front of it, and that's how he got him bailed. <laughs> but the reason he was in handcuffs was because they were trespassing, and they, you know, the guy was going to press charges against him. So, <laughs> so this was not their football throwing device to use. This they were they were, they were trespass using some other people's sporting equipment to cause themselves grievous bodily yes. harm. Yes. That's an amazing thing. Okay, and I'm this, this is one of those stories where I'm you know shocking you. We haven't heard it elsewhere. Thank goodness we have direct lines into uh, you know the people who can describe <laughs> this to us. And folks, this is why you listen to sweet. This is one of the many reasons you listen to sweetness and light. You literally can't hear this stuff on anywhere else. <laughs> no. And I'll tell you one more because we're going down this road that is probably my absolute favorite story of all time of Steve. So it was his last night of Fiesta, his very last night of residency, like everything there. Like he was so excited, right? Some guy walks in, and again, these people are walking in. It's not like they're getting, you know, wheelchaired in. They're walking into the emergency room, and he has a machete in his head. Oh my God. And my brother's. <laughs> my brother's like oh my god and, you know he's looking out over the desk talking to the nurses and of course they rush him right back steve goes into surgery immediately they do their thing afterwards same thing happens right you have to get interviews of all these things so long story short the, the, they don't know entirely what happened but the best quote that came out of this was his girlfriend was there and gave this quote that said you know what happened to your your boyfriend she goes i don't know hate is gonna hate <laughs> my brother goes, what does that mean? She goes, we were just sitting on our porch. Someone came up and just put a machete in his head. Hate is going to hate. Wow. And so my brother had to physically write this in his medical chart. Hate is going to hate. And so, I, again, I don't know what happened to this dude. If he, my brother said I mean, he lived and he, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, I mean, that's got to be the, the title of that episode of Doc, ER Doctors. In fact... <laughs> That should be a show. So I mean, okay, I know there was ER, and it was a huge hit for for you know for over a decade, you know, and some big people behind it. Um, uh, doesn't mean that there can't be a slightly more comic take. And I know there's Scrubs and stuff. So if you, if we, if we were to combine Scrubs and ER and had ER doc, you know, ER doctors um, from the, for, based on the life of Steve Proust, uh, I think we'd have something there. We would Eric, be I'm going to actually take it a step further because not only do I think you're onto something here, I think we should call it that we, we pitch it as the idea of it's cops, but with the ER. So it's real cameras all over the place and people filming this crap as people walk in. What do you think? Less funny, more gritty. <laughs> no, it'd be totally. Tr- Haters going to hate. You mean to tell me if you hear that true, quote, you're not going mean, to die laughing? Well, then I, I would say that the, the, the way to do it is, is, is like, is. You know, just because, as we know, ER visits are actually long and tedious, even <laughs> even even if it's a true emergency and even if you're seen right away, still goes on for hours. You know, I mean, it's just like um, at least what we need is uh, we need the Reno 911 of of medical shows. They're so staged even reality. Yes. Yeah. And again, maybe we could film it in, you know, like Albuquerque, you know, <laughs> Albuquerque ER or something. <laughs> <laughs> How many methods came in today? Well, yes. Um, 
Uh, Eric, I really do think we might be on to something here, my friend. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, listeners, write in on your comments whether you think this is a viable show. Uh, for you producers out there, um, if you steal the show from us, we have some recorded proof that, that we came up with it first. So just be just be aware. Don't be. We are not afraid of liturgy. 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 Literacy. Liturgy. 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 I'm going to say to Sue, but I tried to sound articulate, and I don't think I pulled it off well. No, no, I couldn't understand. I thought you were you were doing like a litmus test of of intellectual prowess. Yeah. Buffoonery. I'm sorry. Buffoonery. Um, well, I, 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 we digressed at the beginning here, but I think that's fantastic. Now, Eric, I have to ask you, because we didn't get to talk about it last time, do you have a good Easter, my friend? You know, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So so a, a few things uh, for Easter, um, it, you know, and it, it, in, in, in so many ways, it was a resurrection for all of us from the, from the, the COVID era. And amongst other things, Saturday night, um, went out and did our first uh, – bar karaoke in uh, you know in two and a half years and in fact i was part of the reason for that was that our you know our private room karaoke place unfortunately was a, a, a covid casualty and didn't make it through wait we wait wait to- wait our favorite place max yeah so yeah so like uh, for people who know la uh, there's like max karaoke awesome you know uh, uh, amazing uh, list of songs uh, great service and staff uh, open all day uh, and and a lot of the night, the downtown one is still there, uh, but the the West LA one is gone, gone, vacant. Oh, that is gone. you're breaking so, my heart, dude. So what we went oh. to was Karaoke Blue, just up the street, which I'm sure you know. So the uh, the 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 bar karaoke attached to uh, is it comparable? No, because it's like it, you know. I mean, it's 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 okay. It's what like it, you know, of. just like it's okay for bar karaoke, but it's you know, you get to you get to sing once an hour, maybe like it early on. If you get there early, you get you get. You know, but then after you know, once it fills up, they have to go through everyone at the place. And now it's more of a performance thing, and it's drunk, drunken. But it's but it's yeah, it's not like you're singing every other song if you're in your own room with your with your with your crew, you know. And so uh, so that's a you know that's a disappointment. As I say, Max downtown is still around. We'll, We'll hit that up when you get, come back in town. But uh, in the meantime, um, bar stuff. Now, there's a lot of people who love the bar stuff. You know, there's, there's that one. There's famously the Brass Monkey in Koreatown that everyone, you know, has been going to. It's good, yeah. but it's like, you know, it's what it is. It, now, for, for those of you who, you know, um, don't know much about L.A. karaoke, like in New York, you know, where you're right by Broadway. There, here, karaoke, for, for most people, is and should be somewhere where, you know, a lot of people who can't sing or can't sing well go up, and everyone has a good time. And it's not about how well yes. you sing; it's about just making sure that you and everyone in the in the crowd has a great time. L.A. and and part in New York aren't exactly like that. Some of it is, but a lot of it is like you know, musical theater majors, Broadway stars, movie and TV actors, professional singers going up and real entertainment. Yeah, yeah. And, and belting on you know on, on the karaoke stage. And so there's a, it's a bit of a competition. It can be a little intimidating your first time out, but um, especially in these you know in the bar situations. And then there's a few people who um, really don't sing that well at all, interspersed with the many, many people who do. Everyone gives them love and uh, and, a, and, and, a, and appreciation because again, karaoke is not about singing well, but they but but they're secretly thinking, don't go up again. Don't go up again. <laughs> please block them, please block them. Yes. I'm, oh, dude, I'm sorry. This, uh, I, you know, I, I, I like those people seem to have gone three times since my last song, and I put in like a couple songs. Yes, we're aware. Yeah, so I put in a couple songs, <laughs> and those guys went three times. Yes. 
I don't think you sit here. Even they went up three times. I haven't. I, I haven't gone up since my first song. Yes. <laughs> well, why not? Uh, next, you're horrible. Yes. Yes. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, and thank. Wait, did you pay your bar tab yet? Good. Let's get you out of here. Yes. <laughs> you, Be sure to tip. We waive the two drink minimum. You can. You, you can go now. <laughs> even after two drinks people couldn't listen to you so you have to go <laughs> so yeah so yeah so that that was a good, good thing uh easter easter dinner with uh, uh friends i mean re really actually these these very nice folks uh, uh, a friend of of good friends of mine um his mother and her husband uh have taken me in for some of the holidays uh during the, the pandemic era since i haven't been able, able to go home and um uh, because of because of all the COVID restrictions, so very nice. They you know they had us over for American Thanksgiving last year, and then Easter today, and uh, just uh, nice. yeah, just really really awesome people, and and uh, made you know made me feel at home and like family. So very 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 grateful to those folks. How about yourself, Justy? I saw you guys had some great pictures. The family family looks well. Any family looks great after that much airbrushing, but you guys look great. <laughs> I do think it's funny because Kelly plays with every filter out there. I'm like, Kelly, what are you doing in the car? Because she was posting that stuff as we were going home. It is pretty funny. Um, but uh, we had a great time. My mom was in town. And I got to tell you, it was so much fun to have her around because not only is she great with the kids, but she was just in the best spirits. Uh, I'll have to post some pictures. We went to this place called Brazos Bend where she got, I mean, I'll send it to you right after this so you can see it, within two feet of a seven-foot alligator um, in the wild. And I mean, she was just out of her and, and comfort her zone would, all the way two, around. Two of her would fit in a seven foot alligator. Maybe three. She's she's shrunk a little bit in her older age. Yeah, she's, you know the the compression of the spine has definitely yeah. occurred. But uh, no, it was it was fantastic, and uh, you know it was it was a great time to be had, and it was one of those days that uh, it, you know. I didn't want it to end. It was just a great day. Wow. Well, that's fantastic to hear. Well, love to your mom and, and to the fam and, uh, and and fantastic to hear that. Um, now, Brazos, I mean, is that, a, is that a normal name? Um, I mean, because it, what it makes me think is that that, that our boy, uh, Steve Martin, his character in uh, uh, Only Murders in the Building, um, his character plays a character or played a character named Brazos. <laughs> The, correct. He he had a, he has a show called Brazo. Yeah, and he was the detective. Yeah. Um. He so it's a it's a true river here in Texas. It's called the Brazos River. Uh, wow. It's a major lifeline here, and uh, I'm going to say that he stole it from Texas. Absolutely, hundred percent. Wow. wow. Interesting. I mean, stole like an entertainment. You know, and we we Leveraged. do borrow names from uh, you know from real people and real things all the time. You know, I mean. Uh, Seinfeld, half the you know half the the guest characters were named after other entertainment executives, both in a <laughs> in a loving and in a mocking way. In some in some cases, um, Alec Berg. <laughs> you have to say that with an English accent, Alec Berg. Sounds like you know, John Gilgood, which is which. By the way, the, I mean part of the joke there is that it doesn't sound English at all. <laughs> Sounds like you know like a nice Jewish name. Um, but uh, but when you say it, say a name with an English accent, yes, it sounds English. Alec Berg, um, <laughs> Lloyd Braun, yeah, any number of people who are, uh, you know, act actual uh, uh, entertainment executives and producers who uh, whose names they borrowed liberally to 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 fill up the character roster in that show. Um, not to mention all the, you know, so many shows use street names in L.A. for uh, uh, for for people or shows and movies. Like your one of your True. favorites is uh, Judge Reinhold is Billy Rosewood. 
in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yep, you're right. Yeah. It's all good. Well, on that note, Eric, unfortunately, we do have to go. But uh, fantastic episode again. Great recording with you. And uh, thanks to our audience and to you, my friend. Well, thank you, my friend. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I hope everyone's enjoying uh, April, uh, Easter, Passover, Ramadan, and um, especially for Justy's sake, 420, doing the craft. Mm-hmm.